This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one of a kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to pokernight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the Bet Rivers Network for another edition of our fantastic podcast, the Because We Win podcast, looking ahead to another round of Euro 2024 qualifiers. Uh, some cracking games in the first round, some cracking outcomes as well uh, for some of our handicappers. And we are looking ahead to the next round, as I say, and I'm delighted to say uh, that Ruri Barlow is joining me uh, to produce and provide some picks uh, for these upcoming fixtures. First of all, uh, how are you, my friend? Yeah, not doing too badly. Yes, as you say, some cracking results, not just handicapper-wise, but England's first win since the 60s in Italy. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping Scotland don't embarrass ourselves against Cyprus today, which is a game that I've not put money on um, in fear of what might happen there. I mean, Cyprus is is my team, and, and I went to Hamden Park maybe two or three years ago. I mm-hmm. think it was just before the lockdown to watch... Uh, Scotland against Cyprus. Scotland took the lead. Cyprus equalised. We all went crazy. Well, about the 50 of us that were there. And then, of course, uh, Scotland went down the other end and won it. So, yeah, it was a closer game than maybe people thought. But oh, I back your boys all day long in that one. Uh, all day long. <laughs> um, Ruri, let's, uh, let's dive into it then. Let's have a look at uh, some of the games that you've highlighted. Let's begin uh, with Ireland uh, against France, obviously the French, uh, with a new captain and a new captain who has already, well, he'd been scoring goals anyway, but he's uh, he's already got off the mark as French captain. And it feels like it's a new era for this France side. Just looking at it on paper yesterday um, at the time of recording in their game against the Netherlands, it was a very, very different team, but one I'm assuming you feel is is equally as strong. Yeah, I think as as much as it's a new era in the sense that Mbappe is now captain, you've got Yuris is gone and you've got Varane is gone and that's two kind of central figures to their success over the last kind of decade or so. There is enough continuity there as well for us to say that this is a France side that doesn't necessarily need to adjust too much. And I think it was important that there's been reports of a falling out between Griezmann and Mbappe about the captaincy. Apparently Mbappe went and had words with him and it's important that Mbappe assisted Griezmann for the first goal within two minutes. I think that that shows you that there's not everything's quite broken there and it's something that you always need to keep an eye on with the French is just how they're doing in terms of in terms of squad cohesion. But but yeah, I mean, we know we know about this France side. We know about the firepower they have. Mbappe is He's no secret. We know how good he is. And then so you match that up and you look at what they're going up against. And that's that's Ireland. And Stephen Kenny, I think, is he has his fans and he has his detractors within Ireland. I think he's 
seen sort of bits of improvement, but if you look at their kind of last three results, they've gone over 2.5 goals in both of them. They beat Armenia and Latvia 3-2 in both of them, but conceding twice to those teams, that's something that would perhaps make me feel that they're susceptible to this France attack. And and in the sense that Armenia as well, I think that was a very late winner in that game as well. So you're seeing an Ireland side that struggles to put away kind of those smaller teams. And so I think if France can get that first goal, it should really open up this game. So the, the pick that you've gone for is is France uh, over one and a half goals um, at, at minus 112. Um, was it the price that tempted you into that? Was you tempted to go maybe more? with France goals or I I'm always cautious with France because they're one of those teams that when they fancy it they will turn up and, and turn on the style but they're never a side that I feel has ever kind of gone after teams and tried to like really stick the knife in and twist it I think so I I'm always conscious with them just because as well I think with these teams the the bigger international sides if they go a goal or two up Sometimes they make changes. Sometimes Mbappe comes off after forty-five minutes, and then you're you're scratching your head and you're looking at your looking at your pick and going, right, okay, <laughs> do I fancy Olivier Giroud to bag those two goals or, or something along those lines? And so, so yeah, I never with international football, particularly games that aren't so important for these bigger sides, I say, and never sort of yeah attempts to go too far on the overs. Although I have gone overs quite frequently among my picks today. So yeah, the price at minus 112, France over 1.5 goals. As I say, I think once France score that first goal, I do think it'll open up. Um, if Ireland score that first goal as well, then perhaps you, you get a bit of a different result and a different type of game. But yeah, I just, there's there's bits and there's elements of this Ireland side that I like. I like Obafemi up front. I, I like, obviously, Ferguson's a, a talented player as well. They've got some talented players in there. But I don't see a full 11 that are capable of competing with France on this kind of level. Good, good stuff, mate. Nice one. Uh, let's take it on then. Uh, a country not far from France uh, are taking on Israel. Uh, Switzerland versus Israel uh, is a fixture uh, that is due to take place over the uh, coming days, of course. Um, how do you see this one going? Talk us a little bit through your kind of thinking and then obviously uh, provide us with your selection. Yeah, I think Switzerland are kind of underrated on the international scene. I mean, I was quite heavily backing them at the World Cup and they, they went through and obviously got absolutely smashed by Portugal. But I think that was one of those games that kind of got away from them. That's not going to happen to them against Israel. The big issue for the Swiss has always been, do they have those goals? And in this case, Braille and Bolo is injured and that's that's a big miss for them. That's a That's an issue. But I like Noah Okafor up front. I like Ronald Vargas in behind him. And I think the Swiss, they always kind of find a way. The one thing that stands out to me about the Swiss side is they tend to be kind of like a a really good Bundesliga side. So perhaps while the score is nil-nil, they might struggle a little bit. They might not be the most kind of impressive kind of breaking a side down. But once that game opens up, as we're talking with France, they're absolutely lethal on the counter-attack. You saw that against Cameroon. You saw that against Serbia. Even though they didn't quite score too many goals against Cameroon, they had the opportunities there. So, so yeah, I think this is a game where they're playing an Israel side that, again, has got one or two talented players. They've got um, uh, Gluck coming through, who's, who's a very good young player. He's been the, the envy of Europe and has gone to, to Salzburg. But, 
Yeah, I, I, I've watched this Israel side a few times in recent years against Scotland. And the one thing about them is that when the scoreline is level or when it's in their favour, they're capable of competing. They're capable of making it difficult for sides that are better than them. But as soon as as soon as that kind of game opens up or as soon as they're under pressure to come out a little bit more, to play and engage with the other side a bit more in terms of attack, they really struggle to hold on to things. And so that's that's something that I've seen against Scotland and Scotland are a less powerful offensive force than the Swiss side. And so I think, yeah, the likes of Vargas, the likes of Okafor, um, Dooney is coming to the side as well. I think Switzerland over 1.5 goals. That's where I've gone with my pick. It's minus 108 something that I quite like because as I say once that game opens up I think the Swiss will find a bit of space on the break nice one uh Turkey take on Croatia uh this is probably one of the better games on paper I would say in this round in terms of how close you'd expect it to be you know Turkey uh, particularly in qualification have, have looked pretty good they didn't deliver at the last uh, tournament, which was a, a massive disappointment for them. Not the World Cup, the Euros, of course, where uh, they were in the group with Italy. Um, Croatia are a side that are very streetwise, full of know-how and uh, and take on a difficult opponent, as we say, away from home in this one. Interested to see how you've uh, how you've attacked this one. What's uh, what's your play here? Yeah, they are the the side of nous, aren't they? It's Croatia, they just they they have that way of getting through games. I've gone for Croatia to draw or win, plus over 2.5 goals. That comes back at plus 2.15. What's my thinking behind this? I think this is a Croatia side that are laser-focused on the Nations League. They know that this is their golden generation. They know that they really don't have long left with Luka Modric. Okay, maybe he makes it to to the Euros next year. But I think they really see this Nations League as an opportunity to bring home a trophy and celebrate some silverware. And even though they picked up third place... Even though they've come up, uh, come second in the World Cup as well, I think just the the act of lifting a trophy is something that Croatia side is really keen on. And so, yeah, I think they're going to be focused. I don't think there's going to be changes to the side at all. You're playing a Turkey side that are talented, but up and down. They've gone over two point five goals in their last four games. You look at the sides that they're conceding goals to. You've got Scotland, France, the Czech Republic, and Luxembourg. Oh, sorry, not even France, the Faroes, which is quite a big difference. And those are not sides that I associate with being able to kind of, yeah, stick the knife in, as we were saying earlier in the in the podcast. So, yeah, I see Croatia having more than enough to trouble Turkey. And once they get a side that engages with them, once they get a side that will go back and forth up the field with them, as Turkey tend to do, then I see Croatia having the having the players and having the quality to to finish the game off. And I think... Canada, you saw them on the counter-attack, just how lethal they can be. If it's a Morocco or Belgium or a side that sits deeper against them, that's where Croatia have a few more issues. But once you get a side that will come at them a little bit more, then Croatia really take control of the games like this. Cool. Good stuff. Um, So the pick here is... uh, Tell us. Tell us. Break down the pick. Yeah. Croatia to draw or win plus over 2.5 goals at plus 215 is the play. And uh, yeah, I just I don't feel that Turkey have have enough to live with this Croatia side just yet. They are a side in development and they don't need to be um, kind of up there. And even though they are at home, I think that will spur them on to attack a little bit more as well. And I think that works in Croatia's favour too. Brilliant stuff. Um, let's take it on then. Uh, Finland take on Northern Ireland. 
Um, I know this was a, a late pick from you, so um, uh, we, we'll bear that in mind. But go on, tell us a little bit about this one. Finland versus Northern Ireland. Yeah, I have a lot of friends in Ireland, both both North and South, and so I'm not going to be very popular with them <laughs> today because I've gone against uh, the North as well. Finland to win or draw plus over 1.5 goals is the pick. That comes back at plus 1.25. I think this is a, a Northern Ireland side that perhaps don't have the quality of previous years. I remember back in sort of under Michael O'Neill, I think that was the heyday in inverted commas of, of the side in the 21st century. And I don't think they've ever really found that same kind of solidity under under kind of recent coaches. And I think that's going to be a problem for them again here. I think they're a team that plays sides tight when they're kind of underdogs. But again, at home, I think that's it almost works against them because they have a little bit more pressure on them to come out. This is a Finland team that were beaten by Denmark 3-1. Finland are, again, not a goal-scoring force, so to speak, but they are a side that did make the Euros. They're a side that have one or two quality players. Timu Puki will be familiar to, to Premier League fans. And I think they, they, they've got just enough quality to to best this Northern, Northern Ireland side, or at least pick up a point away from home. Once that first goal goes in in this game, again, I think that's crucial. If Northern Ireland are, are sitting at 0-0, then perhaps you, you get a tighter game. You get a game where the teams are reluctant to commit forward. But I think Finland will come after it. I think they'll go try and get that first goal. And then once that first goal's in, in that really kind of plays into their favour. So, yeah, Finland to win a draw over 1.5 goals at plus 125. In Northern Ireland, I just think they've got a little bit more quality right now and they're a side that's a bit more used to playing better quality sides in Northern Ireland right now. I know uh, you've got four picks here. And and obviously you will be confident in all four of them. That's the whole point of putting them forward. But if you had to pick one, if 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 one was your your banker uh, for this round of fixtures, which one would you sort of gravitate towards? It's hard to look past France, but you know what? I'm going to go Switzerland with that one. I think Switzerland to beat Israel over 1.5 goals. As I said, I just don't really trust this Israel side. They've no clean sheets since 2021. Uh, conceded three to your own Cyprus. They've conceded two to Zambia, two to Malta in recent games. So, yeah, I think Israel are going to concede goals against the Swiss away from home. And, uh, and yeah, I just I just back the Swiss to win that one pretty comfortably, to be honest. Brilliant. Um, let's uh, round up those plays then. So, uh, in the clash uh, between Ireland and France, Rory has gone for France. Uh, at over one and a half goals. That's at minus 112. Uh, in Switzerland versus Israel, he's gone for Switzerland over one and a half goals. That's at minus 108. In the game between Turkey and Croatia, as I say, one of the standout fixtures for me, at least on paper, uh, he's gone for Croatia or the draw plus over two and a half goals in that one. That's at plus 215. And in the game between Finland and Northern Ireland, he's gone for over one. He's gone for a Finland win or draw, and over one and a half goals at plus one two five. So those are the picks from Ruri this time around. Make sure uh, that you get those plays on nice and early. Some of those games are, are coming up very very shortly. So uh, by the time this is out, you won't have a huge window in order to get those plays on. So make sure you do it straight away if you are, of course, interested uh, in doing so. Uh, be sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Be sure to leave us a review 
uh, on whichever audio platform it is you are listening and make sure you're following all of the handicappers on their joint Twitter handle over at because we win. Uh, that is uh, that is where it's at. You'll get lots of fantastic content there. You'll keep up to date with all the latest uh, content coming out, and uh, and you get the odd video as well from uh, our brilliant guys at some of the, from some of the matches uh, of which they've been attending recently, and will continue to attend between now and the end of the season. So that concludes uh, this edition of the podcast. Wishing you all the best with those picks. Uh, thank you very much, Ruri. We will see you soon. Until next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.